Podcast. I'm Michael Stuckey. I'm joined today by none other than Scott Barnes, your director of student ministries. So yeah, Scott. man. Gosh, it's it's great to be here. This is a little bit weird. It uh, is a little bit weird. We are not in the same room. We're not. Um, yeah. We are practicing great social distancing right now. Yeah. Um, good lesson for all you listeners out there. Continue yeah, we're to actually do that. we're actually about a hundred miles apart uh, from each other. I'm more in central Alabama or I guess south central Alabama and you're up there in Birmingham holding on the fort I hear nice. you guys got sheltered in place tonight yeah yeah it's uh yeah. there's there's some weird weather brewing yeah um you know I, I I think we're gonna be okay but here we go let's see what happens yeah yeah well I mean like it's obviously been a while and you've been a part so what is uh what have you been doing all day? Man, uh, so I've been working remotely. Um, so I wake up and walk straight to my office and get on the computer. Um, Scott, I, I must admit, I, I have not showered today. <laughs> that boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't say if I'm proud of that fact or if, you know, or if I am. So, but uh, you'll never know, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, that's that's quarantine life. Exactly. I mean, you know, rules are different. And, um, you know, I mean, you've, you've changed, like, pants and stuff, though. Uh, no. All right, well. <laughs> of course I have. <laughs> that was yeah. just for our listeners' uh, yeah, pleasure out there. The weirdest part is, like, you, you wake up in the morning. At least, for, I mean, you have to keep doing stuff. I mean, my job is, is obviously very, very different now. Right. Just, you know, not having normal youth activities and all that other stuff. So, like, you wake up in the morning, and you're like, all right, what are we going to do now? And uh, it's just it's just crazy. I've made um, – I've been playing a lot more video games, probably more video games in the past few days than I have in the past, like, three years. Oh, yeah. Um, trying out uh, Apple Arcade and not impressed. Um also got a uh the one game i am kind of addicted to right now is you know so there's there's like roller coaster tycoon yeah and and all these other tycoon things but there's also like a like a soccer tycoon where you are like the owner of a a football team and whatever and so i've been doing that all day i'm I'm the proud (laughs) owner of nottingham forest oh excellent uh yeah exactly yeah so um i've made those guys a juggernaut way too quickly uh made some um Made some in-app purchases. Of course. <laughs> it's a free game, but, but don't offer me an app. Uh, free a freemium app, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. Exactly. Uh, Scott, tell us like what what gaming systems are you on? Uh, this sounds like a, a phone game, maybe a or a computer yeah. game. I'm not sure. Yeah, so um, I'm playing games on multiple platforms. <laughs> uh, there's some games I play on my phone. There's some games I play on my iPad. I have my PlayStation Four. Um, nice, nice. Here. Okay. And then uh, also, uh, if for whatever reason you've wandered into the church, which shouldn't be there, you've noticed the Nintendo Switch is gone. I have that as well. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah I've been playing a lot of Mario Kart. Ooh. Um, yeah. So it's uh, it's been. You know what's strange is like when I was really when I was younger. Um, 
I mean, maybe not that much younger, but like the idea of, okay, all you're going to do is lay around all day and play video games. That used to be extremely appealing. Oh yeah. It's um, like all, all we could do to just wish for a day like yeah. that. Yeah. Now you just kind of feel like worthless and sad. Yeah, and absolutely. Uh, <laughs> it, it is uh dark, dark thoughts, right? You know? It is. Yeah. It is. It's, it's tough. And I mean, like even it's just a, it's just a whole different way to live you like you wake up and, and you made something for breakfast or whatever and then you're like all right what are we gonna do for lunch and um you know your options are limited now and, and everything's like carry out if you're gonna go that route and it's just completely changed like everything um that you would you know possibly do i mean even even this yeah I mean, like we're we're you know quarantining in different places and uh and, and so everything's like having to change including this thing but it's just you know, it's one of those things, and the thing that I've, like, thought about a lot uh, over the past, um, like, handful of days, especially, is, like, how much I miss the normal things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The stuff that, the stuff that I would, like, you know, take for granted. Yeah. Um, you know, waking up every day, going out, and, and not having to worry about stuff like this, number one, but uh, going to movies or going to uh, Auburn games or, you know, high school stuff and all these other things that like you may have taken for granted that don't exist right now. And, um, it just sort of like made me realize, uh, how much I take for granted the normalcy and, and how much I should take time to be more thankful when things are normal, because it can all just sort of go away like that, uh, just quick. And, um, what are some of the things like that, you know, over the past like couple of days you've been doing this, that have, it's shocked you that you've missed it. You know, you, you mentioned weird things. Like, I, I was just thinking, I, I kind of miss being in traffic, which is sounds awful. Yeah. But you know, it's it's kind of cool that you're you're out and about and like that you're just surrounded by other people. There's like there's just this weird connection of being being around others, and um, I don't know. It it, it being in traffic or driving in general just kind of makes your mind focus on something different, I think. Yeah. And so I could think I could be lost in my thoughts, but then be distracted at the same time, like about driving. And, um, I don't know. It's, um, I think it's a weird answer for me, but I'm, I, I miss, um, being in public areas or going to, going to lunch in a restaurant or, um, Gosh, man, I don't know. I, uh, I'm kind of an introvert anyway, so part of me is like totally fine with this, but I'm, I'm getting stir crazy. Like, yeah. like I think everyone is. Yeah. No, it's. Um, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't go sit down at a restaurant much. I don't go to movies much. I don't go to these things a lot. But just like the idea, they can't do it. I mean, you're talking about traffic. I mean, you know, one of the things I said. Um, you know, early was like the idea of being at some ultra crowded restaurant and having to wait 45 minutes for a table, <laughs> like how, how, you know, all that's gone. Yeah. I mean, and, and like you find yourself wishing that you could do that. Like, I don't, I've gotten to an age where the idea of, of sitting in a football stadium with 90,000 people in it isn't as appealing as it used to be. Right. But man, I wish, I wish we could right now. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. It just makes you, it really kind of puts in perspective a couple things. Number one, it puts in perspective the things that are the most important to you. 
because that's like all you have. And then, and then two, it really makes you think about all the little things in kind of your day-to-day life that, um, that you definitely don't take enough time to thank God for. Oh my gosh. Um, That's, that's, that's a great point. Yeah. So it's been a, uh, it's been odd and I think we're going to, we're going to be like this, uh, for, for a while. I know that, uh, the president is hoping that Easter Sunday is going to be the day. Yeah. (laughs) And you know, I, and I, I pray, I pray that's correct, but, um, man, you know, there's just, there's just a lot of, uh, a lot of tough things going on out there. People not being able to work and, and obviously, obviously people in the hospital and, and loved ones dealing with all that. It's just a, it's just a weird time. And, and I hope that like the, our students and, and families are trying to make the most of this. Oh, absolutely. Uh, trying to make the most of this time uh, together. What's it been like? Uh, you know, I'm sure this is the most you've been with your wife in a long time. I mean, yeah, we, you know, we have weekends, but this is like a, an extended spring break, summer vacation. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, Ashley is, um, I mean, she spoke on the podcast last last week. She was she is bored out of her mind, and yeah. she's so tired of watching the same things on TV and same movies and playing the same games. And um, so we're we're trying to trying to figure out some new things to do, some new hobbies. But uh, something we've not been great at in the last you know bit of time is eating dinner together as a family without the TV on. Like yeah. we will we'll sit down together for most meals. We're at home together and, and eat, but we're watching TV, we're watching a TV show that we're kind of trying to consume. And, um, you know, we're just so tired of TV that it's like, Oh, let's go sit down in the dining room and enjoy each other's company. And, um, that's been really nice. Um, yeah. definitely. Um, yeah, been very cool. So, um, I, I do hope that, you know, you mentioned like, I hope that, you hope that like our kids and their families are taking advantage of this. Like that's something that should be a silver lining should be a thing that continues is, you know, remember that you've got this opportunity to hang out with these people that you care about. So right. don't waste it. Um, yeah. I mean, especially like we've talked an infinite amount of times about how, how busy life is right now or not right now, but I mean, in know, general, in past, right. in general, yeah. Um, especially with our students after their parents, always working, always at school, always having to do after school activities. And, and you know, when all that stops, it, you know, like I said earlier, you realize like what you actually have and, and it makes you, I mean, like we have a, we have a family uh, group message, my, myself, my brother and, and my parents. And you know, every morning one of us will text all the rest of them say, oh, is everybody good? Just kind of like doing a, a check-in and we'll like go yeah. back and forth all day um, about different things. And it's kind of, I mean, it's one of those things that sort of like brought us closer together. Um, Cause I mean, you normally we're together at you know Christmas and Thanksgiving. Then we don't really hear um, all four of us hear from each other on the same day. Sure. Uh, but, but this has sort of had that effect. And, and so I, yeah, you do hope that people take advantage this time, and you hope it ends soon, and and then and then you hope that the the lessons that you learn from that you can take forward into normalcy and be thankful for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, I'll but, saying all that, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for us to. And it's one of those things like you wake up every day, <laughs> and uh, you think, 
man, you know, today's the day they're going to figure it out. Yeah. Right. Today's the day that somebody's going to figure it out. They're going to, they're going to come up with this drug that works or, or, or whatever. They're going to get it figured out because every other problem that we've ever had in our lifetime, there's been a solution to it. Um, you know, even even the most tragic things that we've experienced, there's always been like, all right, this is the reason it happened. This is what we're gonna do about it. Right. You know, this is this is so much different. I kind of like did the math in my head of even even if you say, um, you know, I think there's maybe like half a million um, or more at this point uh, confirmed cases in the world. And so even if you double that to like a million, one million confirmed cases in the world on a planet of seven billion people, it's such a fraction of a percentage and it has shut the whole world down. Yeah. And um, I think that's that's crazy, man. I, I like, you know, viruses and, and, and all that other stuff. It's just something that uh, I've gotten way too deep in the woods on learning <laughs> about viruses. Yeah. Um, you know, I learned a lot about uh, the one that makes you throw up, uh, what's called a norovirus. Right, uh, right. Back when I, I had my first stomach virus in, in like 15 years, back when I was 26 or something. <laughs> and afterwards, because it terrified me so much and I hated it, I learned everything about the virus. Uh-huh. That thing's awful. <laughs> but it's just it's just crazy how these like things come into being, how they mutate, yeah. how they adapt to their surroundings, how they can jump from animals to humans and do you, and that do you know stuff. what I don't understand is like that we, we argue if we can even classify a virus as like a living thing. Yeah. They are, it's questionable. So yeah. it's really just a cell with some DNA in it. And then yeah. it's, I mean, I mean, they aptly named a computer virus after it. It's like the simple program that just yeah. says copy me and break stuff. Yeah. You know? So yeah. Um, gosh, I've, uh, is that your dogs? Yeah. Can you hear them? Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you guys can hear my dogs in the background they're they're far away. I'm sorry. Um, Oh, Luna and Strider have been, uh, incredibly grateful that they are like, I don't think they know what to do that we're home so oh, much. Bet. So, yeah, I bet. um, gotten a lot of nice dog time. So, um, I don't know. Gosh, I, I was going to say that the, uh, this virus, you know, it's kind of, it, it, it has taken the world by storm, obviously. Uh, I don't think any of us kind of know what to, didn't know what to think of it at first. And yeah. um, there's plenty of jokes and, you know, things to, to see around that are not taking it very seriously. And, yeah. and I'm like, I, I think that humor is all well and good. And, you know, but uh, it, it's interesting because, I was like, I'm not really scared of it because I'm I'm in this like age bracket where I'm like I'm gonna be fine. But, yeah. um, you know, after after you do more research, it's like, you know, yeah, you you might you might survive this. You but, got you got better odds, but still, yeah. But it it's bad, and yeah. um, I, I mean, I I can't imagine how I would feel if I were to, you know, get this virus and then pass it on to someone else that that you know oh, no. could have I mean, a hard time with it so i mean a couple of things i mean number one like i went and saw my parents um a couple of days ago and we like kept our distance yeah and and didn't really hug or anything like that and the reason was is because like in in my head i'm like you know i could technically be carrying this thing and 
I can't be the one that gives it to my parents yeah. type thing. Yeah. But number two, and you may have discussed this with Brittany, but uh, I, I'm tired of, of people saying that my generation are the ones that are, that are at the beach on spring break. <laughs> it's not us. It is not the millennials, people. It's not the millennials. Uh, we can't afford those type things yes. anymore. Uh, you know, we, we're hunkered down. We're here. It's not us. Yeah. Uh, those it's, are, those are your Gen Z people. Yeah. Um, yep. yeah. I think people over 50 think anyone younger than them is a millennial. And, uh, and it's just not true. You know, we're mostly in our thirties and low forties and, yeah. uh, have families and jobs and, and, and a lot of student debt and no money. <laughs> Scott, has anyone said, okay, boomer to you? They have, have not. Have you gotten that? Because like somebody said it the other day, I'm like, do you? You don't even understand that, and I'm absolutely not baby boomer. <laughs> well, you look older than most of us. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, you could be a hard fifty. Hard fifty, man. Yeah. That's a uh, I. I'm offended, Scott. Um, let the record note that that Scott Barnes is um, about a month and a half older than I am. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What I mean, have you like? Uh, have you found yourself reading more through this? Reading? Like, yeah, reading. Um, I'm I'm reading about as a normal amount as I Maybe as I was. Reading. My yeah. my my daily routine has simply lost its my commute time, really. Yeah. Um unless face to face with, you know, coworkers and whatnot. But hey, you know, this is uh, the new norm, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, hey, I feel like now's the perfect time to transition to a new segment. Boom. New yeah. segment. New segment we're calling Top 5. Top 5. That's right, That's Scott. Um, Explain Top 5. So, for you listeners, uh, Top 5 is is simple. It, it, it's very best, okay? We're, we're going to name our Top 5 favorite things. Um, these topics will change from week to week, and... Uh, I've asked Scott to prepare, as myself has done so, um, our top five favorite movies of all time. So wow. in lieu of uh, what we're watching today, we'll do uh, our top five favorite movies. Yeah, and, and I feel like it's I feel like we can have this discussion right now. I'm going to list my five. You list my you list your five. We can judge each other pretty harshly. Okay. I mean, you know, these are these are like if I was picking five movies. And the problem is there's some recency bias on uh, two of them. Um, okay. Or really just one of them that I like have watched over and over again. I've really enjoyed. Well, that's fine. That's fine. And yeah. you know, I, I didn't. We didn't specify any kind of extra rules other than these are feature films. They're not right. miniseries. They're not shows. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you, do you want to go like five down to one or do you have a specific order? Um, gosh, I have, I have like a number one and then everything else is kind of a jumbled mess. So I have a, I have one that I'm like, okay, this is my favorite movie. It's not close. All right. Let's say, let's save our number ones till the end then. Yeah. And we'll just discuss the, uh, our, our top, uh, you know, two through four, two through five. Yeah, so let's just do a snake draft. All like right, cool. I'll say one, you say one, and we'll talk about it. I like it. All right, so the first movie off my board is the uh, Spielberg classic Jaws. Ooh, nice, dude. Um, I put Jaws. Yeah, Jaws, uh, great soundtrack, uh, John yes. Williams. Um, yeah, okay. I feel like you're going to make fun of me for this one, but um, I don't care because I legitimately uh, love love this movie and there's a whole lot of nostalgia 
actually, there's a lot of nostalgia on all of my picks here. So my uh, my number five pick is um, also a Spielberg film, and that is Hook. Okay. <laughs> With uh, Robin Williams and Dustin Hoffman. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hook. It's a it's a movie about Peter Pan uh, when he grows up, and uh, you know you got you got Rufio, you got um, Bob Hoskins as Smee, uh, also a John Julia Williams. Roberts. Julia oh, Roberts. Yeah, yeah, Tinkerbell. as Tinkerbell as well. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think what it's crazy if you think about like Spielberg movies, and I guess it kind of like fits in a little bit with that, but you don't think of him as like a Disney director. No. Um. The same guy that did, you know, Saving Private Ryan did Hook. Exactly. I think that just shows how insanely talented he is. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But, I, uh, I, I'm gonna give a sneak peek here. I've got a, I've got a, at least another Spielberg, maybe two. So. Oh yeah! Wow. Um. Uh. So we doing since there's two of us. Am I going for? Yeah, you're going okay. again. Yeah. Um. All right. My next, my in my four spot is another Steven Spielberg. Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's a classic. Indiana wow. Jones, number one. You didn't want to go Crystal Skull or whatever that one was called. Uh, that one's that one's like forgettable for sure. Um, we'll just pretend like that one didn't happen. Um, yeah, I'm okay with that. So, um, I have. This is gonna be a stupid question. You're gonna get angry at me, but is Raiders of the Lost Ark is that the one where the Germans get their faces melted off at the end? It is. Okay. Yeah, 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 absolutely. No, I wouldn't make funny. That's but uh, it's not the one where he gets chased after by the giant rock. No, it is. The it rock is. is the rock is in the the beginning of like the the opening credit scene of Raiders. Okay, is it the same one that he gets like thrown in the snake pit? Yeah. Gosh, you got it, it, man. He, it's like going. Yeah, keep going. Keep, keep saying one where he's got the, like, the little staff and he puts it in the ground. The yeah, yeah. Okay, I the think staff that could be raw. the only one I've seen. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Little known fact there, I, I, and we'll we'll get to it. Go ahead, you're number four. No, 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 no. please, please. No, 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 no. no. I, I, I'm kind of, I'm gonna like tease something else. I was gonna say. All right, for my, my fourth spot is um, the classic uh, baseball film Major League. Ooh, nice. Put Major League there, and and when I was like making this list, I sort of like thought back and and I want to have one movie that like every time it's on television, I can always go back to it over and over again, and I, and I still find it hilarious. Um, I have it on DVD at the house, which so I have to put it in my PlayStation to watch it. Um, and it used uh, to be, it was on Netflix. I don't know if it still is or not. I know Major League Two is, which is terrible, <laughs> and Major League Three shouldn't exist. But the original Major League, that's just, it is an unbelievable baseball movie. I mean, there's some. I think baseball movies typically are better than other sports movies. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's just easier to tell stories about baseball. And I, I think the sport lends itself to like a film's pacing, you know? It does. Yeah. It does because there's a lot of stops. Yeah. You have like storytelling mm-hmm. going on. I mean, the natural is great. Bull Durham's great. But Major League um, is in my four spot. I, you know, Scott, I have to admit, I've only seen that like one time. So I'm, I'm going um, to watch that again. You should, you should rewatch it. For you. Yeah. And then my three spot is a uh, Leonardo DiCaprio film uh do you know what it is is it uh the departed no it's not the departed. is it uh uh shutter island shutter island Ooh, is, yeah nice. shutter island is in my uh in my three spot that is a movie you know it's one of those that like 
after you see it the first time, once you know the hook, once you know, like, all right, this is how this ends, um, it's like, all right, well, dang, it's the, that's the big problem with the movies that have, like, huge turns at the end. Yeah. Kind of, oh, what? Is that after you've seen it once, it's tough to go back and watch it. But I remember seeing that for the first time in the movie theaters and being just so the suspense, like the build up, the music, the cinematography, the acting, everything yeah. in that film it is just crazy. Yeah. And, um, and how it ends. So well done. It's so well done. And I, I like, I love Leonardo DiCaprio. He's yeah. by far and away my favorite actor. Oh man. Nice. So, Yep, that's in my three spot. Cool, dude. Well, uh, I actually have a feeling that my number three is in your top five. Okay. Um, my number three is Apollo 13. Oh, uh, wow. Yes. Wow. Um, yeah. Big Space Nut. I, I love that stuff. Uh, Saturn V Rocket, uh, the Apollo missions, so good. Uh, and, and Tom Hanks as Jim Lovell. Uh, is incredible. It, yes. It's very quotable. You know, I, I don't want to steal your thunder. So, yeah. um, I'm assuming, but uh, you know, it, we we quote it back and forth. It's it's a good time. Yeah, it, it's an incredible movie, and, and there's another movie that like I watched with my family in the movie theater back. I think it, when it came out in maybe like '95 or '96. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they used to have. You know, back then, and, I, and they may still do it today, like fast food restaurants would do advertising campaigns. And I can't remember if it was Burger King or Taco Bell that had it with Apollo 13, but like you could get like a Saturn V rocket. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and it came like with these little coins that would like go in. The Pogs, man. The Pogs. Pogs. Yeah. All right. So let's take a, take a tangent route here. Uh, for all you youngsters out there, all you Gen Z uh, coronavirus sharing kids um pogs were these things like like the the toy jacks you would the little so scott and i are of age right yeah. this is they were popular while we were in elementary school and these little cardboard coins yes that you would put on the ground and then you had this like big thick like uh what they call them the um it, it was like the the stomper i guess that's not yeah. right uh but you would throw this the, the bigger coin down and they these pogs would pop up and you try and grab out of the air and stuff and yeah. you could collect them they're all different and but they came in that like like scott was saying yeah. this saturn V rocket thing i still have some actually in my attic i think oh my gosh Weirdly. it was crazy it was like i kept that thing forever and i think one of the moves didn't make it but oh gosh what a toy what a, uh, what a film like so a good choice all right so it, what's in your two spot Okay, my two spot is um, another Spielberg film. Okay. No, I'm sorry. That I, I'm embarrassed. That was uh, that was incorrect. Uh, directed by Irvin Kershner, Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back, uh, the Star Wars Star Wars original trilogy. Um, I, you know, I like to. Uh, I don't care that it's known that I love Star Wars, okay? And I, yeah. I think that kind of pegs me as like this huge super nerd, but um, I really, it's just like my my first love of something that was, you know, fiction and uh, imaginative. And what shirt uh, do you have on right now? <laughs> I'm wearing the, uh, it's the the schematics of the Millennium Falcon, actually. <laughs> <laughs> 
the star of that film, actually. So, so there you go. Let me ask you this question about Empire Strikes Back because that's that's like my favorite Star Wars movie, and I think it's a lot of people, if yeah. not most. Why is it so much better than the rest of them? It's because um, I'll be brief here, okay? But yeah. you know, you got you got Episode Four, A New Hope, directed and filmed by George Lucas himself, okay? The, the Godfather. Um, well, when the sequels came out, he was just a little too busy, and I, 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 I have to say this: George Lucas is not the best director. He's yeah. a very good storyteller, but he's like up here in the clouds. He's like thirty thousand feet above, and he can tell this like really good outline of a story, but he's really bad at the execution of it. Um, they got this guy, Irvin Kershner, who who directed a, a bunch of really well done films, and um, you know he was the director and he he challenged those actors to do different things and they uh it was darker also i mean like it doesn't yes. it ends with us like cliffhanger yeah um literally of course we we find out that like the the biggest villain in cinema history of all time darth vader is like our our hero's father yeah like oh my gosh what what a what a weird turn there um you know, you got Han Solo, the the swashbuckler that gets frozen in carbonite, and you're like, "What's gonna happen to him?" And yeah. uh, oh, so good. There's so many good things about that film. Yeah, I think it just had that one, like, had everything. Yeah. Um, and in comparison with, you know, I think Return of the Jedi was a little bit goofy, and it became goofier when they made some of the. Yeah. I, I listen. I understand like remastering films. I get it. I get why people do it. Yeah. But I don't like it when like you add scenes or change the CGI or add characters. It's just it's disturbing. Yeah, it you know, it's 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 weird. I don't like it either. Weirdly, all of my favorite movies seem to have a bit of that in, in yeah. it. Um it's just uh those those directors just weren't happy with what they were, you know? So Yeah. Yeah. So st- sticking with space for my last two. Nice. So two and one are both uh, space related. This is the one that there's some recency bias to it. And it's a movie that um, certain people got really upset about for one reason, which after watching the film a bunch, I find a little bit ridiculous. But uh, number two on my list is First Man. Ooh. Um, First Man. Um, uh, A film that is adapted from uh, the biography of of Neil Armstrong that was written by an Auburn University professor. War Eagle. Um, War Eagle. And uh, I just, you know, Neil Armstrong is is one of these characters that you know, is first person on the moon. And, and I just, that movie was so captivating to me for a couple of reasons. You see, like, kind of behind the curtain, some personal strategies that he had to deal with that sort of led to kind of his more reclusive attitude towards things. And you kind of understand it more. Right. But then the, the part of the movie that I think like got to me is, you know, you, you sit there years later and you look back on, on that period of time and space travel and uh, you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, it went to the, you got to outer space, number one, then, then went to the moon and it's like, oh man, that was, look, they must have just had it all figured out and they definitely didn't. There's so many things about like those movies, like their, you know, their Jiminy 8 mission. Where, where things start going crazy and nearly died. Yeah. Which you wouldn't know about unless you like 
read Googled the history it. or yeah, yeah yeah and watching and watching like the the film adaptation of that and seeing how how terrifying that was or even even when you uh they're descending to the to the lunar surface in apollo 11 and seeing all the different things that were going wrong like leading up to that that's like okay this this may not work um it's just i thought it was an incredible <laughs> film film i thought uh um i thought the acting was good and it's just um I just liked it. And like I said, recency bias, it was on HBO forever and ever and ever. And yeah. I watched it every night for like a week. Nice. Um, I was a big fan. And then obviously number one, as I said earlier, my yep. favorite movie of all time is uh, the Tom Hanks classic Apollo 13. Apollo 13. I just think, number one, the fact that it's based on a true story. And, and while they do take some, um, obviously some, they stretch some truths yeah. a little bit. But that whole story is legitimately what happened. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they go up there. They'd been to the moon twice at that point, so they think it's, it's going to be just child's play. They get up there and things go wrong. And um, and all the different things that they come up with to, like, get them back and get them back home and how the world was praying for them and all that stuff. It's just an incredible movie. Tom Hanks is obviously an incredible actor. But then everything around it, it was just such a, a well-cast thing ed harris oh my gosh um, it's gene kranz yes. was unbelievable yeah um it's just kind of like one of those movies that uh whether you are in the space or not you can't help but not like it yeah it's a very uh, to me it's very patriotic film yeah um i think it's a very like heartwarming and inspiring film motivational yeah. film at the same time i mean my dad always like you know, you mentioned it came out in like 95, 96. We were, we were young lads. And, uh, my dad would always like remind me of this, of this Gene Kranz kind of mantra after this, these events happened. Gene Kranz was the flight director, of course. Um, but he said failure is not an option. Like right. we, we were not going to lose those men. It was his idea. Like we're not going to lose this mission we're going to bring these people back home safely. And I don't know, he used to just remind me of this thing and I, it's always stuck in my head and, um, yeah, very cool. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, even uh, there is a, like one scene in the film where, um, they're sitting there in front of the whiteboard. I'm not going to give it away because everyone needs to watch that movie. Yeah. Um, or, or yeah. When like the newspapers asking for what's the percentage chance that they're going to make it back. And he's like, they're going to get back. Yeah. Yeah. We're not losing them. And you know, never lost a man in space. We're not gonna. It's not gonna start on my watch. And, and yeah, it's just a great movie. Uh, so what so is the uh, lot of lot of tension here? What's your number one? My number one, and uh, I, I knew you were gonna say Apollo thirteen. And I'm I'm proud of you for saying that. I, I my number one is uh, another Spielberg film. Of course, the third on my list is Jurassic Park. That's your favorite movie. It's my favorite movie. I uh -huh. I never get tired of it um yeah. i uh i became a so it, it's a story written by michael crichton um he's he's since passed but he's he's written a lot of gems um yeah. he wrote the he created the show er if you remember that like the the yeah. best uh the best medical show uh ever made um and uh i, I don't really have much to compare it to yeah. <laughs> but um Jurassic Park is just this incredible story about science, and I I, I love science. I know that um, 
there's just so much going on uh, there. There's there's this idea that um, people can play God by creating these creatures that you know lived in prehistoric times that bringing them back to life and yeah um you know so you get this idea of just this arrogance that that humans can can have like you know i can control this thing this this animal that you know yeah how many idiots you think like after watching that movie got needles and tried to extract blood from mosquitoes oh no i i it's <laughs> I, I bet a lot <laughs> i bet a lot um I think- is it, it's yeah. crazy about that movie is that the CGI mm-hmm. in that movie, even if you watch it now, like this is so good. I think it's better than like the the most recent Jurassic World film that came out. Yeah. It's like Yeah. You 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 put them next to each other and it's it's like it still stands. Yeah, like how is that? Like how is it that it was so good? I mean I there's some like CGI that's like so obvious, and and you know obviously the dinosaurs aren't real, but yeah, you like see and you're like holy crap, that is absolutely incredible. And so it's not just like they did it where okay yeah you got some stegosaurus off in the distance, like there are some really intense animated things. Like I don't know because we don't obviously don't know what exactly what dinosaurs really look like. I mean right. we can look at bones and all of this stuff, um, but. I mean, you'd never know how old the bones are, though, because they don't have dates on them. But, um... <laughs> um uh, somebody, y'all ask us about that privately. But, um, <laughs> but like, you know, they, they made these things. If you sit there and look, it's like, yeah, that's what a dinosaur looks like. Yeah. It, and it that's was just sort of, so believable. It was so believable. I mean, that, that like, T-Rex is still terrifying. Absolutely. Um, you know, it... It's cool to me because I, I like really enjoy like behind the scenes and the making of films too. Like, yes, I mean that's kind of one of the reasons I enjoy podcasting or, or things that you're just making something that that's really inspiring to me. Um, but behind the scenes of like Jurassic Park, I mean, they had they had this team of special effects gurus that made Star Wars, that made Indiana Jones, that made you know all the movies that I've kind of made. They're all like they're all you know, entangled. And, right. um, they, uh, they used to do special effects with like these little miniature models and they were going to use that on Jurassic park. And then this is like the very beginning of CGI. Yeah. And they were able to create these cre- creatures in the visual space that are believable to ours, to our eyes still to this day. And, uh, I don't know. It's really crazy. Yeah, it um, is. Just a little, I have to give a little shout out here. Uh, do you have a favorite movie? Like when you were like a little kid, like, like what things that you don't remember, but something that your, your mom said, Oh, Scott loved to watch this all the time. Like movie. Yeah. How little, like little, like before you remember uh, tiny. Um, yeah. uh, man, I really, really, uh, love the jungle book. Okay. Yeah. I'd go with the jungle book. Nice. Um, my favorite movie when I was a young, young child was, uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Okay. About the, okay. about Dick Van Dyke movie. Uh, he turns the car and it flies and it floats oh, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Great musical. Right. Um, so I would watch that movie all the time, but then when my sister Dana was born and, and she was a toddler, so, 
um, Jurassic Park was, you know, popular, and I was watching it yeah. all the time. And yeah. so Dana's favorite movie when she was a little kid was Jurassic Park. I mean, she was weirdly not afraid, and uh, I always laugh at that. So that's that's what I think of. There were like when I was younger, there were scenes in Jurassic Park that like I wouldn't watch. Oh yeah, like the T Rex scenes would terrify me. Yeah. Because it all felt too real. Ah, but the the, Velo- the Velociraptors, the those oh, are. Uh, gosh. Ooh. Anyway, those are our. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well. That's our top listen, five, guys. Yeah. Listen, I mean, you know, we we'll have a lot more of these as as we continue, as we continue to be in quarantine. As we continue to be apart. You can't see it right now, but I'm I'm reaching out my hand to Michael. I'm reaching out to him, and we're, and I'm being judged by my fiance, but I'm reaching out to you. <laughs> um. Well, man, you know, I, I think it, it's it's just important that, that everybody just just take stock of what you have in, in this in this time and, and be thankful. It, it's sometimes difficult to be thankful. Yes. Um, in times of unknown, in times where you you can't go out and do the things that you want to do, all your sports got canceled. You can't go to school. You can't see your friends. You may not be able to go to things like prom and all this other stuff. But just take these moments and and. And look around your life, and even the smallest little things. You got a roof over your head. You got food to eat. Uh, just be thankful for that, and 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 take time to to pray for those that are impacted by this. And and we're gonna get through it. Absolutely, uh, good words, brother Scott. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Um, yeah. Well, all you guys out there, um, send us a send us a DM on Instagram. We're we're very active on Instagram. Okay, we're I don't I don't. I, We've toyed with the idea of TikTok. I don't know if that's going to happen uh, from an RSM standpoint. Yeah, um, we can't we can't get into a TikTok. Yeah, so RSM. If you want to know what's going on, get on Instagram. Uh, send us a, a DM. Let us know if there's something that you're dealing with that you want us to talk about. And um, yeah, we've got some responses that we're going to talk yeah. about uh, in the coming weeks. Some oh, new indeed. segments for the indeed. show. Yeah. Some good stuff. Um, yeah. Share the podcast. Uh, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. Um, Pocket Cast is my preferred app. Um, Interesting. Shoot us a shoot us a, a, a review on on iTunes. Give us five some five stars. stars. That that really helps. Um, I don't know. You got any closing words there, Scott? No, nah, I mean I've, I've said mine. I'm about to uh, eat oatmeal cream pie and play video games. Oh my gosh, I'm uh, extremely jealous of you right now. Yeah. We don't have I don't have any oatmeal cream pies right now. Go Man, I'm thankful those. for oatmeal cream pies. Yeah, oatmeal cream pies and a glass of milk. Ah, jeez. All right. Well, uh, now that you're all hungry, let's uh, we'll we'll end it that. So, um, we love you guys. Uh, keep hanging in there. <laughs>